I'm Sarah Maxwell. Welcome to the Chief of Staff Board Meeting. Yes, that's B-O-R-E-D. Meeting our new audio series. There's a lot of stuff out there, but what actually matters? Anyone who knows me knows that I am a big talker. Same goes for my team. Hey! So we thought it'd be fun to invite you to listen in on old and new conversations and hear from experts in all things stuff. Grab your favorite drink, settle in, and for the next 15 to 20 minutes, we're going to explore the stuff that sparks our curiosity. We hope you enjoy this board meeting. We promise it will be anything but boring. Ready? Let's go! So today we're joined by a very special guest, Toby Green, the co-founder of Appetite. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Hey, Toby. Hi, Toby. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Delighted to be with you, as always. So Toby has released this amazing new app called Appetite, which is a food discovery platform. I have not been this excited about a product since probably I launched Uber Eats, which was a while ago. So that's saying something. And I am thrilled to have you on today to chat about it because, I mean, I just love the way that you're approaching this problem and how you're solving it. And I just think it's so fun for everybody. Yeah, I mean, to be compared to Uber Eats is obviously a very nice compliment. The way we're looking at it is probably similar to how Uber Eats looked at it in the beginning, which is to revolutionize the way things have been done for so many years. You know, delivery before Uber Eats was very much you cool, you wait someone on a bike comes an hour later and there wasn't much else to it and it took Uber Eats to come along to really redefine that space. It's the same for us. If you look at the end-to-end journey of a customer to find, plan and book an experience, it's been the same thing where a customer goes through Google for hours on end, tries to figure out when the mates are available and then kind of cools the restaurant or goes online to only discover that they're fully booked at the time they want to go. It's a monotonous, boring experience, and we just want to bring a bit of joy back. Totally. So how does it feel running a business with your twin brother or triplet brother, should I say? It's a question I get asked a lot. It's very useful to have someone to manage your diary. You know, we just coming out (laughs) of our seed round, I couldn't afford a PA. But it's almost having like a free personal assistant to to do everything that I don't want to do. You complement each other pretty well. Yeah, I mean, in in all seriousness, we do very different things. James kind of oversees the product. I mean, thank God for that, because I don't even know how to turn on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more on the marketing side of things, trying things out, just enjoying myself and, and, and seeing where we go with that. And exactly the partnership is a big thing for us. I'd love to understand in your mind, like, how does that translate to the user experience and what are you kind of delivering or thinking about delivering in terms of sort of a surprise and delight for Appetite users? Yeah, I think that whole surprise element is obviously crucial for the user experience. We were chatting off air five minutes ago about how Uber were doing it and that surprise element has got lost over the last few years. So the way that we're going about it is to create value for our users in terms of those actually on the Appetite app, but for our partners in terms of the restaurants as well. For the users, it's going to be very, very simple. Every week, there'll be a drop 
that drop will change week on week. It will be things like free pizza for three hours every Tuesday to pitters from a really cool restaurant called Miznon to even free Taylor Swift tickets down the line. <gasps> but Taylor Swift tickets. Taylor Swift tickets. Dobie. You are a Swifty. I am. I'm a Swifty too. <laughs> Okay. But to begin That's with, pretty major. It's pretty, it'll be pretty cool. The whole thing is to surprise people. It will change rapidly. But yeah, I mean, for the users, they'll get that free whatever it is. They'll discover, and our whole thing, obviously, our appetite is to discover new places. So the way that we think about a drop is you're discovering a place through a drop. You may mm-hmm. not have gone there. You may not know about it. But what better time to try something than when it's for free or heavily discounted? And for the, the business, our partner, you know, it's people through the door, people trying their product. We only work with places where we know you'll love their product as mm-hmm. a user. So you'll probably go back. In fact, you will go back. And it's great marketing on all sides. So we're really excited about it. And I think it'll be a great, great addition to the Appetite app. I am super excited about, or as we would say at Uber, I'm super pumped, super pumped. about drops because... Yes, the surprise and delight element was something we used to do at Uber all the time. Like you would open the app, we'd have something unique in there, you'd request it. It was kind of for a limited time or a limited number. And it really enhanced the user experience on top of, you know, them requesting a ride. And I worked so closely on all those things, like all the really fun surprise and delights. And that has completely been lost by brands over the years. Like nobody does that anymore. And I can't think of a better kind of use case than in a foodie context, because especially right now, it feels like a lot of what you do on Appetite is create your list. You are discovering, but you're planning for the future. So to go into the app and do something that day and connect in that moment is also, you know, really important and unique. Yeah. It's spontaneous. It's right here, right now. Free pitters, five minute walk from my office you and all your colleagues are going to run there for lunch yeah especially in january when we're launching it no one's got any money um, <laughs> yeah. so really now's the time to, to get involved we'll take in the free food the free food is ideal okay well maybe we'll have to do a special chief of stuff drop in the future there should be a chief of stuff drop you know we can we can do anything yeah that's okay. the limit on that yeah we'll have to figure out what could be fun for everybody So you're launching in London at first, but where do you see Appetite going? Yeah, I mean, I What's see Appetite being a global brand very quickly. We yeah. have the the capacity to expand very, very quickly, and we're not we're not afraid to do so. We want to be aggressive and we want to hit the markets hard. We will do the rigorous testing we need to do in London first. Yeah. But I want to be in Europe within the next two years. I think that's a great destination all over Europe for us. I think that's ambitious, but why not be ambitious? No, Toby, you have to... <laughs> two years is way too long. No, t- uh, well, you're from Uber, so I guess it's sli- a slightly different mentality. But two years across the whole of Europe is something that we want to look at. So a global expansion in the next 18 months. You can push us for that. Okay. I think that on the whole kind of 
student interrailing experience they often kind of go in that whole experience without knowing where they're going to go they just simply book a, a train ticket i think if we right. can have the appetite interrailing trip across europe sorted i can vouch um, for that that would have been useful so exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i think well, that will be very nice to see i mean we think about it because we live in london so the benefit to us of using appetite now is like amazing but for somebody traveling you know this is a perfect app for them yeah, I mean, uh, if you're listening, anyone at British Airways, you can put us on your planes, no problem. I think that'll be a great thing for your customers. What can we expect from Appetite in the next few months, yeah? A lot more kind of fun things on the brand side of things, a lot of different events. We're looking to do a lot more with our community and bring them along and then a lot of tongue-in-cheek social media stuff i love all the doodles and i love the graphics of the app i think yeah lauren's so good she's amazing i think that was the first thing you know when we first evolved into appetite we had no we had no product yeah people just bought into the the brand and the ethos of what we were doing and we had 100 messages a day on our instagram dm saying what are you doing can i be a part of it I love to work with you. We have really cool creators getting involved where they have no kind of monetary gain from it, apart from the fact that they just want to be involved with Appetite and what we're doing. Yeah. And we're, we're, we can't, we're so happy to also be kind of part of Appetite and support you guys and are excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I think you've been there from, from the beginning. Um, yeah, I know. You've Tell given you us a lot of useful suggestions. Yeah. And you've taken a lot of snacks from my snack cupboard in the office, Caitlin. You, Caitlin it. loves a strong crisp. I love a strong she crisp. loves a strong crisp. Yeah. Yeah. My name is James, but apparently I work for Toby. So I, yes, he refers to you as his personal assistant. Yes, somehow I'm Toby's personal assistant. But I'm James, I'm Toby's brother, I'm co-founder. <laughs> if anything, Toby's my assistant. You focus on what part of the business? Mostly on the product, leading my my superstars of team. And yeah, day-to-day is product. But overall, I'm part of the overall vision, the identity of the company. I feel like, James, you are definitely deeply embedded into the product. And we love, we love this product. So thank you. What inspired you to build something like Appetite? It's a tough question. I mean, I love food. Yeah. I love seeing where my friends have gone. Mm -hmm. I love learning new places, where to go that I haven't been. So I wanted to really create a product that I love and this is it. And I see other people love it. So why not? So James, you were telling me that one of the things that you want to make sure that you don't do at Appetite is to become a feature factory, which... It's very hard to be disciplined in product design. I've worked for many companies who do this very poorly. So tell me a little bit more about that sort of philosophy and then how we expect to see that be translated into the product itself. Yeah, I mean, I do believe not to be a feature factory or just building for the sake of building. So it's not a good thing. How do we avoid it is we build once we identify a problem. Mm -hmm. So we see the problem, we see how we'll add value in that problem. That discipline is so hard to do. Focus is one of the most important things you can do in product design, actually. And designing for such a small space where less is actually more is really key. So 
you're doing a few things on the product, which I think are really exciting. One of them is around lists. Can you kind of give us some more insight into what we can expect with lists and why this is even a problem that is worth you know solving? Yeah, well, when Appetite went live, when V1 went live, the most used feature was lists. Okay. This is because people up until now have been using Google pins and maps and notes. And there wasn't one set place where people were having the actual list stored and easily shared with friends. Right. So we saw that was a core problem and people really used lists. Users were using it constantly, daily, um, sharing them with friends on the platform. So we decided to really add to lists and really build out that feature and hone in on that area. So we've got lists, as you would know it, saving places, almost like a Spotify playlist. But then we've added in a to try and a bean to. So your to try is obviously places that you really want to go to. Then once you've gone there, mm-hmm. we encourage you to review it, whether it's with text, whether it's with photos or even videos. Uh, once you've done that, it obviously goes into your bean to list, which your friends on the platform can then see. And then at the same time, you're building up all this content around these venues that your friends who would want to go to these places can look at your photos, videos and reviews and get very good and valuable information on these restaurants rather than going onto Google or TripAdvisor and seeing maybe swayed uh, reviews, which is a big problem that people have been speaking about for the last few years. Yeah, my lists are really messy. <laughs> and I can't, when I send one some recommendations, especially for London, it's hard for me to distinguish like, oh, I've actually been to these places. So you can trust them because I've been there firsthand. And then also these are other places I want to try. Like you can't do that on Google right now. It's just too difficult. So I'm personally super excited about using the list function. And then collaborating exactly. on lists as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, collaborative list is super fun. It's a feature that we've been excited for for a while. We've been building it for a while and it's finally ready. We've seen Amazing. that there's a core problem that people have spoken about and requested to have these this ability to collaborate on lists. And we've now got that ability to do that. So people can create lists, add friends into them, mm-hmm. and everyone can add to these lists. And that makes more chance for a social dining experience. People that are on the same collaborative list, there's a chance of them actually going out to dine at one of these places. Mm-hmm. So we're really encouraging people to not only make these lists together, but then actually to go out and support their local restaurants, go out, be together and have a good time. Yeah, I can't wait to collaborate with Caitlin and Izzy and Caroline on our chief of stuff list. And then hopefully with you know all of our board members also on the list on Appetite because we have many, many listeners that are here in London. So I think that that's the feature that I'm probably most excited to see grow and learn and also just kind of explore what people are, you know, loving that I've just never even heard of. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited to collab on lists with like-minded people. Yeah. They don't even need to be my friends, but we can collab if we've got similar tastes. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. How fun would that be? Well, I mean, I think that that goes back to Appetite just being kind of like the foodie paradise of like everybody on the app itself loves food, loves discovering restaurants and loves going out and trying new dishes. And so I think the fact that you've created a world for everyone to do that, that's such a fun and delightful experience is just, we're all so grateful. I love it. I've been waiting for this product for a long, long, long time. Me too. (laughs) And I tell my devs that every day. (laughs) So you think about 
how people search and what they discover in restaurants, you know, a lot of times it's social media, then it's Google or OpenTable or Yelp. And so when you are viewing a venue or a restaurant on Appetite, like what are kind of the characteristics or information that like a user will see on there to be able to help make them make a good decision in terms of where they want to go or try? Yeah. So I think the first thing that we're doing is we're encouraging photos and video reviews from friends necessarily or people that you follow. So when you go onto a venue profile, a restaurant on Appetite, you will see reviews from people that you trust. And it's normally the people that you're friends with, family members that you trust the most. Mm -hmm. And it'll be their reviews that you see rather than if you go onto another platform, a Google and OpenTable, where reviews nowadays could be bought yeah. could be skewed in certain ways, we won't have that issue. Yeah. So it's actually reviews and authentic reviews from people you trust the most in a fun and engaging format. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important, making sure that we can trust what we're reading is authentic and isn't a, you know, a bot or a paid review or you know, an influencer just hawking something. So I love that that spirit of authenticity and word of mouth really is so core to Appetite's experience. Of course. I mean, I couldn't agree more. We're really playing on getting the right information from the people you trust the most Mm -hmm. and having that community around foodies. Right. And giving people the experience before they even get to the restaurant. Right. So there's no pain points in organizing and planning and discovering. It's very seamless. It's very simple and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what going out is. It's fun being together and sharing the love of food. Totally. I 100%, a thousand percent agree. <laughs> I have nothing else to yeah. add. <laughs> so we're in agreement. We are totally in agreement. And then on the community side of things, it was so easy to post a question about, you know, I posted like where to go on a date in Notting Hill and within a couple of minutes had not only like lists, but a restaurant recommendation and, you know, comments and that, you know, it's not for my friends. It's just from within the community of Appetite. And that in and of itself was like amazing. Yeah. The community feature again is we launched her about six weeks ago. Okay. There's been a huge uptake in it. People can write anything they like. Where should I go for dinner tonight in London? Or I'm going to Madrid in two weeks' time. Where should I go? Yeah. And people who have actually been to these places or these areas respond with names of places, but they can even respond with lists, as you said, or actually tagging a restaurant's profile. And if they do that, again, a click of a button, you're onto that restaurant's profile. You can see if any of your friends have actually visited that specific restaurant. And then actually just book it straight from there. So you get information very, very quickly. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And it just is a testament to how engaged and how much people love food. They love sharing recommendations. People love food. They do. I love food. I do too. If this has made you hungry, download the Appetite app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And follow us at chief underscore of underscore stuff or me, Sarah Maxwell. You can find our account and follow our list and also join our collaborative list for board members. We'd love to have you add your favorite restaurants to our list. Keep your eyes peeled on the Appetite app for exclusive offers coming soon.
You have just listened to the Chief of Stuff board meeting hosted by Sarah Maxwell. This episode was produced by Caroline Coyer, Caitlin Holland, and Izzy Murphy. The Chief of Stuff podcast is created by Chief of Stuff, Inc. All rights reserved. All right, that's it.